from the Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Kick out to Jalen Bridges. Picks up where he left off on Saturday and nails the triple. He's now going back to Oklahoma. He's made his last four threes. And you could just tell it's catch and shoot. I mean, he's ready to let it go when he catches it. That is a good sign. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Pryor runs along the baseline, gets an inbounds to Langston Love. Back to Pryor, plus midcourt to Adam Flagler. Flagler's got a dribble out the final seconds, and this big crowd cheers a Baylor win over the Kansas Jayhawks tonight. Baylor has won three straight over KU here in Waco. The Bears win their fifth straight in Big 12 conference play, and the Jayhawks their third straight Big 12 loss. 75-69 Bears over the Jayhawks. After an 0-3 start, the Bears regroup. They're learning, they're growing, their second youngest team in the Big 12, and they finally put a run together, five in a row. And John, among those five wins, this is the most significant because it's against an upper echelon team in the Big 12. It's the ninth-ranked team in the country, and the Baylor record against top 10 teams is uh, over the last three years, Baylor now 12-1 and versus top 10 ranked teams. And uh, this is just really another feather in their cap. But in terms of league standings, the Bears make a strong move into the upper echelon of the league. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Thursday. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. From Monday, Baylor over Kansas, 75-69 in the Farrell Center. And the Bears uh, back at practice today. They had a couple of days off practice. Well-deserved couple of days away. Now back at practice today. Go practice today and tomorrow and host the Arkansas Razorbacks on Saturday. Part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Talk about that. Uh, Tom Hart will join us. Tom does play-by-play for ESPN, uh, mostly with the SEC network. So he's based over there. Over there. (laughs) Is that okay to say? He's over there. He's across uh, the border. He's across enemy lines. But uh, Tom has his finger on the pulse of the SEC. And talk to him. He's coming here to do this game on Saturday. So it'll be good to catch up with him. And Aaron, kind of get his thoughts on uh, the matchups, the Big 12 SEC challenge, and also this being the final year of this challenge, uh, kind of what he, you know, how he reads that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say about this being the last year. I think part of it is, uh, you know, it's in the middle of conference play, mm-hmm. and and Coach Drew always, you know, Coach Drew always looks at everything positively. You know, he, right. he likes these challenge series. He wants Baylor to win every one of them. He wants the Big 12 to win every one of them. I mean, he puts a lot of emphasis into these challenge games. Um, but it's tough. You know, you're in the middle of conference, and you got your head down, and you know your conference opponents pretty well. I mean, you're always going to scout them. But then all of a sudden, you got this rogue non-conference game in January, <laughs> and it's got to be tough. Absolutely. 
it just once you get in that conference kind of headspace, yep. it's hard to go out of it and then come back right right back into it, especially like Baylor this weekend with the turnaround for Big Monday. Yeah. So yeah. I can I can understand why they would not want to do it during the middle of the conference schedule. Yeah, that may be part of it. We'll see. Uh, and maybe, you know, ESPN's a big factor in this, and it's a huge boom, I think, for these schools uh, because the Big 12 and the SEC will own ESPN on Saturday. There's 10 games, and ESPN, one of their networks is, uh, or one of their channels is airing every one of them. So you kind of own the day on ESPN in January where there's a lot of eyeballs on college basketball. Well, and remember that part of the new Big 12 media rights deal, Fox now gets some of the Big 12 basketball mm, games. Good point. ESPN doesn't have them exclusively anymore, yeah. which they do for SEC and ACC. So yeah. that may be, be a big part of it too. That's a very good point. That could be a factor also. So uh, so we'll talk to Tom about all that coming up in a bit. Baylor and Arkansas, certainly a uh, uh, high-profile matchup. Uh, tell you what, Texas at Tennessee, uh, that's a great matchup. That's number 10 versus number four. They're playing over in Knoxville. You know, that's a battle of oranges there, uh, different shades of orange. And then, of course, Kentucky and Kansas, they'll play at Rupp Arena on Saturday night. So some really, really good matchups. Yeah, and the Kentucky-Kansas game, it's still going to be watched by a lot of people, including me, but some of the shines off that game with Kansas on a three-game losing streak, and Kentucky really struggling this year, not even in the top 25, which is weird for me to even say. Yeah, that's true. A little bit of the shine, and and that's a game that gets the primetime exposure, you know, because you think going into the season, it's Kansas, gonna be, Kentucky? It's going to be top five matchup. Yeah. I'm sure that's what yeah. they thought, and I, it usually is year in and year out. It's just, it's just not this year. It's a crazy year. Right. So uh, talk about all that uh, from the SEC perspective with Tom Hart coming up in just a few minutes. Last time, last time Tom, last time I saw him, maybe last time we talked, he was in Waco. You know how ESPN does the uh, Little League uh, regionals, baseball? Uh, yes. Southwest regionals, mm-hmm. all the regionals around the country. Mm-hmm. So Tom was here doing Little League baseball for ESPN and when he was here, he had a little downtime, and he came over and watched Baylor football practice. Wow. <laughs> and uh, we had a great visit that day he was here. And I'm, I'll ask him, but I think that may have been the last time he was in Waco. That's been, sheesh, I can't remember. That's been several years ago. That's pretty cool, though, to you know, be able to call SEC basketball. And then, oh, by the way, for you know, a week or two every year, I don't know if he still does it, but while he was doing it, to be able to call the Little League World Series. Right, right. And it was the regional. It wasn't the World right, Series, but right. it was this uh, Southwest Regional here in Waco. So we'll visit with Tom Hart coming up in just a bit. We look forward to that. All right, we're off and running on this Thursday, brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Drove by there on my way out here to the station, that great new location, Loop 340 South and uh, Highway 6, right next door to Busby Feed and Seed. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe. More room, uh, more acreage to serve you better. But the best thing is it's the same family-operated business, same family ownership going back to 1943. So tell me they don't have the experience and the expertise to help you with any question you might have. Check it out. Great new location for Pioneer Steel and Pipe, Loop 340 South and Highway 6, right next door to Busby Feed and Seed. 
Yeah, on, on our way to the uh, first pitch luncheon, we yeah. on the way back, excuse me, we passed right by it, and man, it is beautiful, and it is big. It is big. It yeah. really is. It, it, that's my first time seeing it, because I, I didn't ever drove by during the construction, but I was blown away. That place is super nice, and it is huge. They got so much space there. So, that is Pioneer Steel and Pipe, Loop 340 South and Highway 6, and on the web at PioneerBoys.com. Recently on Game Time, welcome into the program the Athletic Director and Vice President and Director of Intercollegiate Athletics from Baylor University, Mac Rhodes. I, I wish, you know, there was about five or six of me and I could clone <laughs> myself and, and get, to, get to all of them because it's important. You know, I've got a great staff. I think it's the, the best in the country, and we divide and conquer, and it's a lot of fun, and it, it's a joy to be around our, our student-athletes and coaches. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kyocera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hello, everyone. Brian Reese here, General Manager Harley-Davidson of Waco. I'd like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible 2022 and wish all of our ESPN Central Texas audience a very happy 2023. To say thank you, I'd like to invite you to come into my store, mention the ESPN Central Texas advertisement, and I will hook you up with an incredible opportunity on any brand new 2022 Harley-Davidson motorcycle in stock i can't ask for brian reese and i will get your knees in the breeze run don't walk to the baylor line foundation's annual membership drive sign up or renew your membership today at baylorlinefoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of baylor line gear and more surprise giveaways members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with baylor line partner organizations plus you'll get a new issue of the baylor line magazine delivered right to your mailbox 
Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Lion Foundation member today at BaylorLionFoundation.com. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mexalicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda. Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. This John Morris show from the Allen Samuels Studios. Thanks to Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at allensamuelsdcj.com. Hey, uh, Big 12 baseball poll for the year is out today. Have you seen this? I have not. All right. Make sure you leave that for me, too, though. Huh? Make sure you leave that for me, too. (laughs) I will leave this for you. But uh, preseason poll for Big 12 Baseball, TCU picked as the favorite going into the year. They received five of the nine first-place votes. Oklahoma State picked second. They received the other four first-place votes. TCU won, Oklahoma State two, Texas Tech three, Texas four, Oklahoma five, West Virginia six, where's Baylor, Kansas State seven, Kansas eight, Baylor ninth in the preseason poll. I know that there was a ton of turnover. They've got a ton of new players and a new coach. But anybody want to make a wager that with me that they they don't finish don't ninth. finish ninth in the Big Twelve <laughs> out of nine or it yeah nineteen? Nine, right, That's right. Iowa, Iowa State, State doesn't play. play. Yeah, ninth out of nine is not happening. Well, I, I could, but no, I, I, w- I, agree I would completely. be willing to wager that it's not going to happen. Right. But I understand why. Like I said, it's a you know brand new coach, and there was a ton of roster turnover. So, no, they don't really know what to expect. And uh, I guess we don't either, except to expect that they'll be, I think, very competitive right away. Yeah. Well, you heard Mitch yesterday at the first pitch luncheon and just being around them. We recorded a podcast today with Zach Dillon. That'll be out shortly, our Sikkim podcast uh, from Baylor Athletics. Uh, and just being around those guys, God, they are so positive and they know they know what needs to be done. Uh, and Mitch, Mitch has won a lot of games, and I think he's very, I, th- I think he's very honest and very uh, realistic about his roster this year. But that doesn't mean he's throwing in the towel, saying, "Yeah, we're going to finish ninth this year. Let's work toward next year." No, nothing like that at all. Yeah, and you're talking about someone who's won a national championship at the JUCO level and who's made the College World Series at the Division One. Power five level, you know, all those years spent as a, an assistant at Baylor. It's not like he's just coming from 
MCC after winning a national championship and being there 20 years and not being having D1 experience. He knows exactly what it takes to compete in the Big 12 and, and to make the NCAA tournament and be competitive there. So, And I have no doubt that they will be. Yeah, he knows. He knows for sure. So uh, pick ninth in the preseason, but Aaron and I both agree. Baylor, we'd be shocked if they finished ninth. And you know how it works at the Big 12 Baseball Tournament. Uh, the top eight go. The ninth-place team does not go to the conference tournament. So, right, because last year Baylor was fighting for that last spot. Yeah, It, it went in, I think, if it wasn't the final weekend, it was the weekend before. Um, and then they ended up getting that last spot instead of Kansas. Yep. So uh, that's the preseason poll. TCU, the favorite going in, Oklahoma State second. Uh, Tech third, Texas fourth, Oklahoma fifth, West Virginia six, Kansas State seven, Kansas eight, and Baylor nine in the preseason poll. So uh, that is baseball. Softball poll preseason came out last week. Baylor is fourth in that poll. Uh, let's see, who was picked to win it in Big 12 softball? Iowa State, right? In an upset? <laughs> no. Oklahoma in an upset? I think they may have gotten every first place voting. Well, except for obviously the Oklahoma the coach because right. she can't vote right. for her own team. But. Right. And I'm sure she voted for Oklahoma State, who they played a lot last year, considering they both made the College World Series and both, both, made, the the fi- Series, and both yeah. made the Final Four, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, they both uh, made the championship game, right? Were they in the championship series against each other? I don't remember that. No, they were both in the Final Four. Huh. I'll have to look. Okay. I don't remember that either, sorry. But uh, baseball and softball season tickets available, BaylorBears.com slash tickets, or just give them a call at 254-710-1000. They will fix you up. Baylor baseball and softball coming up. Softball begins the season February 10th. They open at uh, a tournament in Las Vegas. They'll play at home for the first time on February 17th. And then February 17th is the season opener for Mitch Thompson and Baylor baseball. They open with a series against Central Michigan. And I saw that and I thought, oh, that's good. You know, coming from Michigan to Texas, you know, they probably hadn't even had a practice outside. But Zach Dillon, recording the podcast with him, he said, that's a good team. He said Central Michigan uh, went to the NCAA tournament last year. They're a tournament team from last year and really good, competitive in their conference. He said, that's a tough opening series. I asked him, who made that schedule? (laughs) (laughs) Why do you open against a team like that? Right. (laughs) But And the schedule was – partially left for them from the previous staff on our way to the first pitch luncheon tom barfield and i had that exact conversation like i wonder what schedule is going to be like yeah you know yeah and yeah. and we knew that some of it would be a carryover from right. the previous staff and then they'll play uh duke the second week on the road in durham duke, duke played a three-game series here that was the series remember uh you know reese davis from espn his son played center field for duke and the baseball series coincided with the ESPN's College Game Day being in Waco. So on a Friday afternoon, there's Reese Davis bundled up out there at Baylor Ballpark and watching his son play. And we had him on TV with us. Uh, that was that was fun. That was really fun to get Reese Davis on with us last year. All right, what'd you find? It was Oklahoma and Texas in the oh because I forgot that three of the four uh, final four teams in college softball were Big Twelve teams: Oklahoma, wow. Oklahoma State. And Texas, along with UCLA, Oklahoma, beat UCLA in in one semifinal bracket. And then the other, Texas beat Oklahoma State to advance. And 
be sacrificial. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, sacrificial team in Oklahoma's quest for a second straight national championship, which it turned out to be. I think it was 16 to 1 in one of the games and 10 to 5 in the other one. Is that right? Weren't even close. Oklahoma's that good, but uh, but Glenn Moore addressed that yesterday. Oklahoma will play in Waco in a non-conference game early in the season, and uh, Glenn said, you ask why we do that, and he said, well, they're the best, and you want to measure yourself against the best and uh, bring them in and you know play the, play the biggest and the best early and uh, kind of see how you are, how your team stacks up against them. So that'll be fun. Baseball and softball right around the corner and uh, very, very close to beginning the new season. All right, the Big 12 SEC Challenge coming up this weekend. Uh, The final one, I think it's the 10th. I think it's the 10th and final one. And here's the lineup of games beginning at 11 a.m. on Saturday. 15th-ranked Auburn plays at West Virginia. That's on ESPN. 1 o'clock on ESPN. It's number 2 Alabama at Oklahoma. Uh, also at 1 o'clock on ESPN2, 12th-ranked Iowa State at Missouri. 1 o'clock on ESPNU, Texas Tech at LSU. 3 o'clock on ESPN2, 11th-ranked TCU plays at Mississippi State. 3 o'clock on ESPN, here on ESPN Central Texas. Arkansas at 17th-ranked Baylor, that game in Waco. 5 o'clock on ESPN, 10th-ranked Texas at number 4, Tennessee. Fifth ranked on, uh, I'm sorry, five o'clock on ESPN two, Florida at number five, Kansas State. Then seven o'clock on ESPN, ninth ranked Kansas at Kentucky, unranked Kentucky. And seven o'clock on ESPN two, Ole Miss at Oklahoma State. You um, you look at those and you kind of try to uh, to use a track term. You try to dope it. You know, see how many wins you got for the Big Twelve in there. It's gonna be tough. SEC won this one last year, six to four. Then this year, it's going to be really close. I think. Yeah, and honestly, a lot of it has to do with the matchups. I don't, I don't like the way they did the matchups. Really? If that makes any sense? Right. Yeah. Like Texas and Tennessee, I know why they're playing each other. That's good. That that I think may be the best game, along with Baylor and Arkansas, out of all of them. But uh, some of the lower tier teams in the Big Twelve this year are matched up against some teams in the top half of the SEC. Well, you know how that happens. They sort of they slot everybody depending on how you finished last year, right, right. and where you're picked this year. It seems year. like every so year, try, right? You know, there's there's some Big Twelve team. It just Oklahoma's happens. playing Alabama, right? Number two that, team that's in the, nation. the main one that yeah. stood out. Right. Alabama's ranked way higher than they were last year, and Oklahoma, quite frankly, has fallen off quite a bit from where they were last year. Yeah. So that one is the most. If you look at the matchups, you say why? You know why Alabama uh, at Oklahoma? But, I mean, they do the best they can to make uh, competitive matchups, competitive games. Teams uh, switch, you know, home home one year, on the road the next for the most part. We played in Tuscaloosa last year. Got beat by that Alabama team last year. So uh, those are the matchups. The Big 12 SEC Challenge coming up all day on Saturday. Let's talk about it with Tom Hart. Works for ESPN and the SEC Network. He'll do the Baylor-Arkansas game on Saturday. Really good perspective from Tom on the Southeastern Conference. Talk to him about all of that when we come back. Take a break. Be right back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore with the January sales event going on right now. 
DMRA Fine Jewelers 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Porter Mosier in one of the tightest golf shirts in the conference. Man loves a good tight golf shirt. I mean, guys like John Morris and I that are kind of built a certain way. Aaron, you used to be built like us. You lost all that weight. John and I, we're normal looking guys, and we like a good XL golf shirt. Porter Mosier is a man in his 50s who has decided to show everybody every aspect. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Listen to the John Moore Show online at CentexSportsFan.com wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground, perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lights with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Last night in the Big 12, West Virginia drops Texas Tech in Lubbock 76-61. Tech falls to 0-8 in conference play. West Virginia is now 2-6. In the Big 12 women's basketball last night, Iowa State beat TCU 75-35. Oklahoma State beat Kansas State 82-74. And Texas beat Oklahoma 78-58. The Cowboys have begun making changes to their coaching staff. Linebacker coach George Edwards and running backs coach Skip Pete, who were both on expiring contracts, will not return next season. Dan Quinn has a second interview with the Cardinals and seems to be in the lead to replace Cliff Kingsbury as the Cards' new head coach. Patrick Mahomes says he's ready to go in the AFC Championship game versus the Bengals. Mahomes did practice yesterday. Dallas Mavericks are in Phoenix to face the Suns tonight. 9 o'clock tip-off. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. We'll be on the air at 2.30 Central Time, 3 p.m. tip-off Saturday for the Bears and the Razorbacks. Big 12 SEC Challenge. And you mentioned it, Pat. Coach Drew puts a lot into these challenge series. I mean, it's 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 bragging rights, and he really wants Baylor to do their part in winning their games. Yeah, he keeps track. Yeah. I mean, he could. I, I don't know exactly what the numbers are in the SEC Challenge. He could tell you exactly. He knows. And uh, that's that really is a feather in their cap if they can continue that. They'll, they'll play that like it's an NCAA tournament game. They're playing to win for sure. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us on ESPN Central Texas. Beautiful Thursday afternoon. Almost said Friday. Looking ahead. Looking ahead to Saturday. Looking forward to that Big 12 SEC Challenge game. Baylor versus Arkansas. We'll have the broadcast here on ESPN Central Texas beginning at 2.30. Tip off at 3. Television will be on ESPN. And that will bring our next guest, Tom Hart, to Waco. And Tom joins us now. And welcome to you. Appreciate your time today. John, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to my trip to uh, Waco this weekend. I haven't been there in a few years, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing this great team in person. I was telling Aaron here in the studio, was the last time you were here, was that when you were doing that Little League uh, uh, baseball regional, and you then you came over and watched a little football practice? It, it may have been, yeah. Augie Garrido and I were there for uh, you know for a solid week. I learned so much baseball that week <laughs> All right. and, and a lot about life hanging out with Augie Garrido. Um, you know, I've done baseball over there. Um, we had a, we had oddly enough. Yeah. It must, it was when Augie was still coaching. So there okay. was a non-conference game between Texas and Baylor. And I think that's the last game I've called on campus. Okay. Um, which was a midweek, midweek Baylor, Texas baseball game. So yeah, it's, it's been a minute. It's been a while. There's a book in there, Tom, My Week with Augie Garrido. You know, that is a book waiting to be written. There's no doubt doubt about it. Listen, I learned so much from that guy in that one week. And I'm telling you, I learned, this is no lie. I learned everything in his opinion from uh, how to teach a kid to field a ground ball to how to grill the how to cook the proper steak to how to pick out a car based on the number of cup holders. It has. Oh my gosh. Ran the entire gamut. That is fun. <laughs> that is pretty good memory. Well, I'm glad you're coming back. Looking forward to this game. 
tell me your uh, your inside knowledge or just your thoughts on this being the end of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Why do you think it's coming to an end after this year? Well, I, you know, I'm, I don't have any inside information, but um, just looking at the landscape for what's coming next for the SEC, um, uh, it's all television driven, right? I mean, sure. this event is television driven. And that's fine. We just need to admit what it is and um, and embrace what it is, which is a, a platform for the television product and at the same time, a opportunity for teams to build their resume for the NCAA tournament. Right. In that regard, um, I do think that over the years they could have done a better job uh, adjusting these matchups in season because it's so hard to predict and even harder to predict now right uh, with the transfer portal who's going to be where you know in late january but i always i've always thought that it should be um one versus one two versus two mm-hmm. three versus three all the way down um when when that's when that's um you know yeah obviously you have to dictate who's going to be at home and who's going to be on the road before the season starts but if possible and i i, I told the leaders at the sec this one year i said listen this is a very self-serving event as mm-hmm. it should be Let's make it work for everybody. Mm-hmm. And the coaches want to fit. Racket-wise, um, a, a very similar team from a resume standpoint. So if you win, it means a ton. And if you lose, it doesn't kill you. Yeah. Selection Sunday. Um, but I, I think the shifting with the Big Ten going to Fox and their television rights going forward, they got to find a partner for the ACC. Uh, and the SEC-ACC challenge starts next year um, and takes doesn't take the spot literally on the calendar right? because uh, it's going to be played earlier in the season, but uh, certainly the opportunity is taken away. Well, and I think that's a factor also, don't you, that this is so tough for these coaches to just stop down what you're doing in conference play, play this game, and then get it rolling again. It, moving forward, it'll be the, the um, uh, SEC, ACC, and they'll play in December, right, before conference begins. That might be a factor as well. I think that's a, a big factor in it. And I, I will say this. I, I think it's hard to find the perfect spot in the calendar. You and I follow. We're not the average fan. And I don't think anybody listening right now is the average fan. But you have to recognize where college basketball falls in terms of the sports landscape. And you have to do your best to appeal to a wide audience and try and get people invested before we even get to March. Right. So I, I liked the idea originally, like let's get it out of football shadow. Let's give these, let's make these big events in January. And, and there's some really big ones, right? I mean, uh, Kentucky, Kansas is, is a monster in Tennessee, Texas is going to do really good numbers for the average fan. Um, But I, I I think I prefer, you, you know, you, you get out of regular season college football and before the championship game that week, now all of a sudden it's, hey, everybody, here's what's going on in college basketball. And th- that will be the, the future of this event as it matches the SEC and ACC. Um, but I, I understand it's not easy to put that calendar together. I knew you'd have an answer. I knew you'd, you know, you knew you'd give us great information. So thanks for that, Tom. I appreciate it. Tom Hart with us, ESPN, SEC Network, coming to Waco to do Baylor and Arkansas on uh, Saturday. I watched part of the game, Arkansas-LSU, on Tuesday that you did. Um, would tell us about the Razorbacks. It seems like after 
or was it a four-game losing skid in there? Seems like they're finding their footing pretty well. They are. They're a team that's um, in transition in terms of personnel. Now, they, they lost um, a very versatile five-man, uh, Trevin Brazil, who's out with the torn ACL. He was in his first year at Arkansas for transferring from Missouri. Uh, he was a great kind of stretch five-four that gave him versatility. And Eric Musselman, as a coach, is a very versatile coach. And, he, uh, you know, he spent a lot of years, not just in the NBA, but in the CBA and lower levels of, uh, of professional basketball. So he knows how to move his chess pieces around, mm-hmm. and he's not afraid to do that. He just doesn't have that versatility this year. And, and the biggest loss to this point, and not that he's out for the year, but Nick Smith Jr. is a future first-round pick. Um, he will be a lottery pick. He's a 6'5 guard. It's, it was giving him 13 points a game in, in limited time. He has a knee issue. I, I would hesitate to call it an injury, um, but a knee <laughs> issue. And now with the, uh, you know, with the proliferation of agents and the right. money that's coming to Nick once he becomes a pro, uh, it seems they're being extra cautious with him. So he's around the team. He was on the bench the other night, but he's not going through practice. He's not on the floor during shoot around um, all intents and purposes it feels like his season is done. So anytime you lose a lottery pick, that's a, that's a massive hole that you're trying to fill. And on top of that, Brazil with that versatility. So they've, they've had to kind of piece these things together and figure out where they are. And I think that was illustrated in their struggles over their losing streak. And am I right? Nick Smith's only played in five games this year. So uh, all this buildup, him coming in, I mean, uh, all, all intents and purposes, a one-and-done guy. They didn't even get the one out of him. Only a few games, it yeah. seems like. Yeah, and, and there's, you know, this has happened in the past with great players. Um, you know, Darius Garland was a, doing great in the NBA. He was a first-round pick. He, he didn't play for Vandy due to – that was a real injury. That was a torn ACL. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. was at Missouri and played in – you know, two games at the beginning and two games at the end around his back injury. Kyrie Irving had the toe at Duke um, that kept him out, and then he came back for the NCAA tournament. So it's not unprecedented. John, I just think we're going to see more of this going forward with the gargantuan amounts of money available in the, in the NBA. And the uh, rightfully so, the opportunity for these players and their parents to be getting advice from agents who, um, quite frankly, they they don't care about the college years or year. They don't have any – they don't owe Eric Musselman anything. They want to make sure that their client gets as much money as he can once they get to the pros. And this is you know kind of like we see opt-outs in college football at Mm -hmm. the end of the season. I think we're going to see more and more of these scenarios arise on the college basketball side. Well, that's the world in which we live right now. It really is in college yeah. athletics, uh, unfortunately, in my opinion. What about Eric Musselman? How much emphasis does he put on this Big 12 SEC challenge? For Coach Drew, uh, when you talk to him, you, you can tell it's a big deal. I mean, he wants Baylor to do our part. He wants the Big 12 to win it. How about Coach Musselman? Do you have a sense of how big it is for him? Well, I I, I didn't ask him about it, ask him about that this week, but he is – and you will, uh, fans will see him courtside. He is an, an outgoing, emotional, invested competitor. 
he will lose his mind a time or two during the game. And if they do well, he's going to fist pump. He's one of those guys, I think this is safe to say, and I think he, he would appreciate this, if he's your coach, you absolutely love him and you love the energy. If he's not your coach, you go, what is this maniac doing? <laughs> right. You know, and, and this, his players love that and the fan base loves it and they're invested in it. Um, you don't spend all of these years coaching in the CBA and the USBL and um, spend time as a GM in the CBA at just 20. Look, he was a GM in the old Continental Basketball Association at 24 years old. Mm. His first day on the job, he made six trades. <laughs> like, he, it was really? A, he made more trades as a professional basketball GM than most people do with their fantasy football team. Yeah. Um, so he, he likes to move those pieces around. So I, I think there's value in this for them. I think it's also notable that based on where their struggles were in conference play, they need to try and build their resume a little bit. Mm -hmm. They've had back-to-back -back trips to the elite eight. Um, they've carried the flag for the sec in that regard. Um, and they can be an elite eight. They can be a second weekend team. They, they still have a lot of talent including uh, Anthony Black from, from Duncanville, whose dad, Terry, played at Baylor. Um, you know, he's going to be a first-round pick. They've got a great score in Ricky Council the fourth. They've got a, a lockdown defender in, in Devo Davis. Only problem is Baylor, of course, has three great guards, and Davis can only guard one of, of them at a time. Um, they have a five-star forward in Jordan Walsh. There's still a lot of talent on this team. The, the difference is – there was Final Four talent on this team. That was an expectation. Um, th that has gone out the window with the loss of Smith in Brazil. Uh, can they play well enough together as a team to win a couple games, two or three games uh, in the NCAA tournament? The contest against Baylor, will, if they can pull it off, will go a long way to either solidifying their resume or reinforcing some of the things they need to work on. All right, final thought from you, uh, and you mentioned Anthony Black. I was going to ask you about him. Uh, Terry Black, one of Baylor's all-time greats. Uh, we see him regularly at the games here. Uh, it's it's cool to see, number one, that Anthony has adopted your personal hairstyle, and number two, how <laughs> how uh, from what you've seen, how is Anthony in his freshman year so far? He's been sensational, um, and there is still growth there. He's He's going to grow into a great three-point shooter. He's not there yet. He's hovering around 30%, um, but he'll get there. Um, he's going to be a major storyline in this game, uh, not just because of his talent, but obviously his family background. Interestingly enough, John, I asked him about it the other day, uh -huh. and he just kind of shook his head. And before I say this, I, I want to point out that when it comes to recruiting, it can become a game of telephone, right? What is real? What is perceived? What does the coaching staff think that they've invested in it? What is the player here in terms of the love that they're getting from that coaching staff? He told me the other day, he kind of shrugged his shoulders. He said, man, Baylor didn't even recruit me. Huh. He said, they, it was like they expected me to come there and they didn't have to show me love and put the work in. Now, I, I know Baylor's answer because we already got it from Scott Drew and Jimmy Dykes reached out to him. And I want to make it clear, it wasn't like this this challenge, hey, what's your answer? But, um, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, we, we love him. He's a great kid, great family. We wanted him here. We recruited him here. So I think it's the perception when you're a five-star recruit, like who's showing me love? Who's Where is it coming from? Um, the, other, the other side of the coin to that is as great as Anthony Black is, 
where would he be on this Baylor roster right now? Yeah, you know, yeah. what would that playing time look like with the backcourt that's already there? And I think that's a fair question, uh, fair question to pose. Like, where do you where do you fit in? But that's this guy's going to play in the pros for a long time. He's six seven. He can pass over guys. Um, he can pass around them. He's a good finisher. Um, and he hit, I think he hit three threes the other night against LSU. Um, and as that part of his game continues to grow, you're going to see even even more of that coming. Well, that'll be part of a fun game on Saturday. We're looking forward to it. It is a sellout already in the Farrell Center, Tom. Yes. And look forward to you being here. And uh, I think it'll be a great atmosphere. Uh, I really do appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Travel safe and look forward to seeing you on Saturday. I can't wait to see you, and I'm, I'm fired up to be there. Uh, it's a fantastic atmosphere, and I'm excited about experiencing it firsthand. Very cool. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. Thanks, Sean. All right, Tom Hart, ESPN, SEC Network. He's coming in to do television for Baylor and Arkansas on Saturday, and uh, that'll be on ESPN television. Tom, uh, he, he is such a pro, Aaron. He is so good really at everything he does, and uh, I think it elevates the status of this game to have Tom Hart here doing play-by-play. So it is a big game in every sense of the word. We'll have the broadcast here on ESPN Central Texas, 2.30 pregame, 3 o'clock tip-off Saturday uh, for Baylor and Arkansas from the Farrell Center. All right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll look ahead. We'll share some birthdays with you. Oh, got a big birthday today to start with, Aaron. I think I know who you're talking Do about. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. I think I saw that on Twitter. Maybe. All right, so we'll share that when we come back and plenty more. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, it's your bank. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Big 12 SEC Challenge this Saturday in the Farrell Center as the Bears host Arkansas. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Hello everyone, Brian Reese here, General Manager, Harley-Davidson of Waco. I'd like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible 2022 and wish all of our ESPN Central Texas audience a very happy 2023. To say thank you, I'd like to invite you to come into my store, mention the ESPN Central Texas advertisement, and I will hook you up with an incredible opportunity on any brand new 2022 Harley-Davidson motorcycle in stock. Again, ask for Brian Reese and I will get your knees in the breeze. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Good Feet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-Delicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM. 
92.3 FM and 100.9 FM. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Last night in the Big 12, West Virginia drops Texas Tech in Lubbock 76-61. Tech falls to 0-8 in conference play. West Virginia is now 2-6. In the Big 12 women's basketball last night, Iowa State beat TCU 75-35. Oklahoma State beat Kansas State 82-74. And Texas beat Oklahoma 78-58. The Cowboys have begun making changes to their coaching staff. Linebacker coach George Edwards and running backs coach Skip Pete who were both on expiring contracts, will not return next season. Dan Quinn has a second interview with the Cardinals and seems to be in the lead to replace Cliff Kingsbury as the Cards' new head coach. Patrick Mahomes says he's ready to go in the AFC Championship game versus the Bengals. Mahomes did practice yesterday. Dallas Mavericks are in Phoenix to face the Suns tonight, 9 o'clock tip-off. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. this final segment john morris show on a thursday we do appreciate you being with us great to visit with tom hart of espn that entire interview all of our local interviews local shows available on the web at syntechsportsfan.com or on social media at 1660 espn check it out there mac Rhodes on with uh the morning show game time this morning all of the local interviews available on the web at syntechsportsfan.com Com. All right, uh, Aaron, uh, Matt Mosley is coming up next. What do you guys have planned between 4 and 6 today? We will talk with Baylor Men's Basketball Director of Player Development and former Baylor basketball great Tweedy Carter Nice about the big matchup with Arkansas coming up tomorrow in a sold-out Ferrell Center for the last Big 12 SEC Challenge. We will also Talk with Anthony Gargano from Fox Sports Radio about the Eagles and the 49ers NFC Championship game coming up this weekend. Gotcha. Is Anthony Gargano, who's he with? He, he's, he's on Fox Sports Radio National, but okay. he, uh, he has a local talk show also in Philadelphia. Yeah. On, on WIP, I, maybe? I think that's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is sports radio like nowhere else in the world. Oh, I can imagine that. <laughs> well, I don't 
Yeah. Yeah. Ask Chuck Cooperstein <laughs> about that. Oh, really? Did they <laughs> oh, have him yeah. on? And no, oh, I mean he was there. He was in Philadelphia before. He oh, came okay. To Dallas, I thought so. I thought they had him on to talk about like maybe you know sure. the Mavericks and Sixers and just like ambushed him or something. Probably. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't rule it out. WIP. Yeah, it's great. That'd be good. That'd be really cool. All right. So that's coming up between four and six. The Matt Mosley Show. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, game time is back tomorrow morning. They are on 7 to 9 a.m. every weekday morning. So check that out tomorrow. Looking, scanning. They will have uh, Kevin Gill on tomorrow. MCC coach Mitch Thompson will be on tomorrow and uh, on the first day of practice for Baylor baseball. And then John Warner of the Waco Tribune Herald will be on tomorrow morning. That is on game time, 7 to 9 a.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, birthdays, Aaron. Let's look at some birthdays before we move out of here. Top of the list, come on. One guy, who's it going to be? Hoot Johnny. Yeah. That's who you thought, right? Yes, I saw that on Twitter, and I was like, that'll be first on John's list. (laughs) Absolutely. Look, even on this list that I look at, Hoot's number (laughs) one. So uh, happy birthday, Hooter. Happy birthday to uh, Hoot Johnigan. This looks like it might be a significant uh, birthday, Uh, and aren't they all? But happy birthday to Hooter today. Um, let's see, Chris Platt, Jr., former Baylor receiver. It's Chris's birthday today. Chris Carson the third, Chris's birthday. Justin Still, former Baylor football player. Happy birthday to him. Reggie Davis, former uh, Midway High School girls coach. Happy birthday, coach. Uh, Will Davidson, former Baylor offensive lineman. Um, Bill Stanley's birthday is today. Wes Finch, Wes's birthday Former Baylor uh, manager, trainer, happy birthday to Wes. And Susan Peters, a lot of you know Susan here in the area. Happy birthday to her. So that is a uh, good birthday list. Aaron, who would you add to that illustrious list? Short, but it is illustrious today. Okay. Sportscaster, actor, and baseball legend Bob Euchre Ah. has a birthday today. Wait a second. Euchre and Hoot on the same day? I didn't think about that. How but about yes. That? Wow. Isn't that appropriate? <laughs> Take a guess at how old you? Mr. Baseball is. He is 87. Oh, so close. Really? Turned 88 today. 88 today. Very good guess. Happy Amen. birthday to the great Bob Euchre. Turns 88 today. And still going strong. I mean, I listened to him through the summer, and he is Oh, still absolutely. Amazing. It's amazing. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Really is. Ellen DeGeneres turns 65. Didn't didn't realize she was that old, but I guess I so. Guess I mean, that. her her sitcom was on when I was a teenager, huh. and she was already in her early 30s probably, so that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, last but certainly not least, the great one, Wayne Gretzky, turns 61. Oh, well, see, that's appropriate also because Hoot would tell you he's the great one. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a big birthday day all the way around. Happy birthday to all those folks. Are you looking at anybody else? No, I think that that's, that's it. it. Yeah, we're going to end with the great one. All right, the great one. <laughs> Happy birthday, and uh, that's our time. We appreciate you being with us today. Thanks to Tom Hart being on with us, ESPN Television, SEC Network, Baylor in Arkansas, the Big 12 SEC Challenge coming up on Saturday. Hey, tomorrow in the 3 o'clock hour, we will visit with the voice of the Razorbacks. Chuck Barrett will join us tomorrow. We look forward to that. Plenty more on a Friday, but right now, we invite you to stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield's just sitting there looking at his watch right now. Guys, I'm ready to take over. 